Welcome back to my podcast, The Fading Aging Sex Symbol. This week, I'm going to be celebrating pride. We are all born sexual creatures. It's a pity so many people despise and crush this natural gift. That was Marilyn Monroe discussing sexuality in her last interview in 1960. It's funny because she's right. It's so horrible that we despise and crush this natural gift that is sexuality. We are born with it. It's naturally in us, things we find attractive and who we find attractive. And it's crazy we live in a world now that There is countries where being homosexual is still illegal. Falling in love with somebody is illegal. Isn't that crazy? Love. Love is illegal. That blows my mind. In that we also used to live in a time where homosexuality was illegal and you'd go to prison. And when I first started this podcast, I wanted this podcast to be about me, you know, I was this Marilyn Monroe impersonator. Well, I still am this Marilyn Monroe impersonator, but I can't be forever. I'm not going to be like a 70-year-old Marilyn Monroe impersonator, right? So I started this podcast about experiences that I have have had playing Marilyn and things that come up in the news which would relate to me. And what's happened recently is things have happened in the news. We just had the Black Lives Matter protests all over the world. And immediately Marilyn Monroe's name was brought into it because of her stand she took for her friends of colour back in the day when there was a real civil rights issue happening. You know, Marilyn Monroe was there as an ally to defend Ella Fitzgerald. And now it's Pride Month. And again, Marilyn Monroe's name is mentioned because, again, she stood for her friends at a time when it was illegal to be gay and many of her co-stars had to hide their sexuality. One of her co-stars was um, Montgomery Clift and she was asked by her friend W.J. Weatherby in 1960 about his sexuality and about the bigotry that he was facing and she said this quote, People who aren't fit to open the door for him sneer at his homosexuality. What do they know about it? Labels. People love putting labels on each other. Then they feel safe. People tried making me into a lesbian. I laughed. No sex is wrong if there's love in it. She's so right. And it's so simple. And yet today we are still dealing with people who have issues with other people's sexuality. What they do in the bedroom is a problem to other people. And a lot of people say it's due to Christianity. I am a born-again Christian. I don't know if some of you know that. But to me as a Christian, I follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. And the teachings of Jesus Christ tell me to love my neighbour as myself. Love. And not to judge. So Anybody who feels that they're going to use religion to attack a group, I do not stand alongside you. And that is not the religion that I follow. I really, if if religion is like that, then there's no place for it for me. But I 
always wondered when I first became a Marilyn Monroe impersonator, so many people I met were, were gay men. They have this love for Marilyn that was far more intense than probably I, I ever experienced from heterosexual men. Heterosexual men would come up and chat me up. <laughs> but gay men had this true love and protection of her. And I wondered what it was. And I realised it was how they related to Marilyn. Marilyn knew what it was like to feel marginalised. She knew what it felt to not be who she truly was, to put on this act for the public. And it wasn't her. And I think a lot of her co-stars had to do the same in those days. And, and we even know probably some film stars do today because even now it would cost their image that they have to portray if anyone knew they were gay, lesbian, you know? So I think Marilyn really appeals to gay men because they identify with her and they love her because she's fabulous and glamorous. But also behind all that is somebody who's really struggling, struggling to be seen and heard for who she really is. I'm so proud to represent Marilyn Monroe because I can, I've been through so much in my life where I felt really alone and not able to be myself. And so when I'd read books about her, I'd feel like she, she knows how I feel. And I think that's probably how the gay community feel about Marilyn too, and that's why they warm to her. Another um, one of Marilyn Monroe's close friends was Rock Hudson, who, if you've all been watching the Netflix series Hollywood, you'll know that they're, they're using him as an example of a, a, a man living in the, in the closet. Um, and he was this sex symbol that obviously was was gay and we've got pictures of him and Marilyn at the Golden Globes and he gave Marilyn her last award and they're gazing into each other's eyes like they're madly in love and obviously we know that Marilyn Monroe is definitely not Rock Hudson's type <laughs> but right at the end of her life again like 90% of my friends are gay men um, and they're the ones you can call at 3am in the morning, I mean, I must have, oh, the amount of times they've given me their advice. <laughs> and Rock Hudson, uh, his secretary said that Marilyn Monroe would call him at all hours of the night for a shoulder to cry on, like that big brother thing. And at the end of his life, her life, um, they had to quickly get a documentary together about Marilyn. They went to her good friend Frank Sinatra, who wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do the voiceover on it because they didn't agree on financial terms. And Rock Hudson stepped in. And not only did he do a beautiful tribute to her on screen, paid tribute to her off screen, he donated all his money that they paid him to the Marilyn Monroe Memorial Fund at the Actors Studio. That's, you know, these, these people these friendships that are born through when you know each other and you know what it's like to be marginalised, you know what it's like to not have your true identity or be yourself, they bond you tightly. I just did a, a show in Hollywood with a 90% gay cast, um, people from RuPaul's Drag Race, um, Coco Peru, who you all might know from Will and & Grace, and we're all from different backgrounds, but we, we all were united in the fact that we know what it's like to hurt. We know what it's like to be in love with someone that you can't be in love with. And 
you know, we're humans, we're bonded by these human feelings, whether you're gay or straight. But the difference is, is when you're straight, you don't have to hide who you love. And that's the thing why we need pride, is because finally people that have felt through their lives, through their childhood, we don't all have a great coming out story. Some people have horrendous coming out stories where they're thrown out of their family and not accepted. And this is the one month where the world says, we're proud of you, we love you, we stand with you. And that's why this podcast was meant to be about how my life has evolved being a Marilyn. But it can never leave Marilyn because she was a tr- she's an inspiration to me in the, how she stood up for people who nobody was standing up for at that time. And it shows how much it was appreciated by the love that Rock Hudson showed her at the end. And it's, I'm a performer and I've noticed that in our business, there's a lot of the gay community come to the arts. And I think that's because we get a chance to express ourselves and be somebody else. And when we sometimes were not allowed to be any who we really were. So we've learned how to perform. And this is your month, LGBT community. This is your month to be loud and proud. And as an ally, I will stand with you like my alter ego Marilyn stood with you all those years ago. Have a fantastic pride. And I know COVID ruined it for us, but we had English pride cancelled and UK pride with but it was amazing because the heavens opened, it rained and there was a beautiful rainbow across the UK. And I felt that was God's way of saying, I see you and you are loved. Have a lovely pride, everybody. And join me next time on my next podcast episode.